my son, know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. But you know, as Butch was reading about David there in Psalms this morning, Old David knew what heartaches was and what hardship was and what trouble was. He said, serve him with a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts and understandeth all the imaginations. And imaginations is what I want to preach on this morning. All the imagination of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. If you seek him, he'll be found of you. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. Take heed now, for the Lord hath chosen thee to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the great name of Jesus, God, I love this congregation of people. God, I love you today. I thank you for your amazing grace. And God, I know I preached a message on uh, this uh, imagination about a year ago, God, but I believe a different message, a different place, a different day, God, and I believe there's different ears listening today, and God, how we've let the imagination of our thoughts, of our heart, take us down a road that we can't get back, down a road, Lord, where there's trouble, down a road, Lord, that you didn't send us, but we went because we imagined this was happening to us. Thank you again for loving, for touching, for your amazing grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God had a blessing to the reading of his holy word. I thank him for the scripture. I thank him for the Old Testament. Amen. But here we find that, that there was a lady named Elizabeth and Zechariah. And the Bible said they were holy people. They were people that, that loved the Lord. And she was barren and she was kind of a, she was kind of a nice outcast. Amen. How's that? Because she didn't have any children, and back in those days it was a shame. Amen. But then uh, the angel of the Lord come down and spoke to Mary. And you all know this story, but this is what God's laid on my heart. The angel of the Lord come down and spoke to Mary and said, Mary, you, you are going to be with child. And how excited she was. She said, how can this thing be? I ain't never been with a man. How in the world can I be uh, pregnant and going to have a child? And the angel explained to her all the things, and we'll read some of it there in a minute, explained to her how great that it would be. And then uh, about that time, the angel told him, said, uh, your cousin over there in, in Judea, said, your cousin over there, said, she's with child too. So Mary was all excited about uh, this thing, and I thought this is such a simple story, yet we, we don't believe. And the Bible said, I can go back and find it right there in the fifth verse of the first chapter he said and he shall be great in thy sight and the Lord shall drink neither wine nor drink and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from thy mother's womb can I tell you Jesus had just been conceived amen he hadn't died yet he'd just been conceived and the Bible said amen that John the Baptist was filled so we can go with the elect of God God said that he won't never drink wine, that he'll be a proper child. He'll be filled with the Holy Ghost, and he won't drink strong drink and wine, and he won't fool with the things of the world. And the Bible says plainly, and, and you can take this any way you want to, it said, the Bible said, what God did foreknow, he did predestinate. Amen. 
So he did foreknow how John would be. And I'd like to tell you something. God did foreknow what I was going to be. He did foreknow that I was going to be a drunk and that he was going to save my soul, that I would try my best the rest of my days to serve him. He did foreknow that. But he laid it out there for my choice. But John, glory to God, John had a short life here, but God had a plan all through his Bible, and God picked out those that would serve him that he had a work for and sent them out to do the work. And we know that John was the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that he went to prepare the way, to get right with God. And God has sent us today to help you to get right. The time is coming to an end. Satan is raging on every hand. I don't know a person anywhere that's not having problems, that, that is discouraged and out of heart. And it's awful easy to shout and be happy when everything is going good. But what are you going to do when the hard times come? And uh, Butch was teaching on being heirs of God today. And we are our heirs of God. And I praise the name of Jesus for being an heir of God. If I'm an heir of God, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be an heir of his suffering, honey, uh, for his name's sake, for the word of God that comes back so I can rejoice with him. Uh, but when hard times come, what am I going to do? Throw in the towel and say, I quit. Honey, I believe it's time that we tighten up the buckle. Amen. Uh, glory to God and stand where God would have us to stand. Take back our nation. Take back our churches. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. God has a great forgiving heart, and he'll take America right back into their hand. Uh, but America has turned their back on God. America has forgot what the Lord Jesus Christ done on Calvary that we might be saved. And today our, our message is, uh, uh, glory to God, uh, our, our imagination and how our imagination is uh, run away from us. We've got... Uh, quite, a, quite a bit of time, so let's just read a little bit. Y'all want to? Let me jump up to the 30th verse, and I'll read it quick. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. We need to be shouting about that. He said in his kingdom there should be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, going know that I have not known a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, the cousin Elizabeth, she, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For, for saith, wait, for with God nothing shall be impossible, 37th verse. 38, and Mary said, Behold the handmaid. Mary said, She's a handmaid. Mary said, I'm a handmaid. He said, Behold, look here. I Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto 
me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And what she said there, according to your word, whatever it is, I'm your handmaid, and I will do this thing. And the Lord told her, the angel Gabriel told her there, said the Holy Ghost will be on you and you'll conceive. And I know us today and how little our faith is, how we would doubt if this come to our house or, or how Zachariah there. Uh, and because Zachariah didn't believe, amen, that the baby was going to be born, amen, and, and they wanted to name it Zachariah. And the angel Gabriel told him, said, you're going to be deaf. You can't speak a word. You're going to be dumb. You can't speak a word because you didn't believe Amen, that your wife's going to be pregnant with a child. Amen. And he said, you call his name John. Can I tell you, God's got a plan for you today. Are we going to get in the plan of God and walk where God wants us to walk? Or are we going to play around on the outskirts of town? Amen. And let the devil beat us down till we lost our smile, lost our shout, lost our joy. Amen. Lost our testimony. I'm going to tell you today, they'll tell you you can't lose your testimony. You can lose your testimony. Or you can lose your joy. Amen. David, old Thomas David, said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Uh, today we've let the imagination of our mind uh, take us into places we don't need to go. And I thought about it as I've got older, honey, I thought the imagination is supposed to go away. Uh, but I can imagine sometimes I'm young. How much am I deceived? Amen. How much am I deceived, amen, if I go to imagine that I'm young and can go back to the thing. How about if y'all ever had a quarrel with your wife and decided, well, I believe I'll just I'll go, I'm young. I can just go off. The devil will tell you that, John. Hey, some of you fellas won't be honest, but he spoke to every one of you. I ain't never been a woman. I don't know what y'all's problem is. Men, I guess. Amen. But glory to God, think about it. How many, how many times has your imagination uh, uh, run away with you? I'm going to tell you why there's division and separation, why there's children running off in every direction. Uh, I'm going to tell you today because the imagination of our heart is continuously evil. Uh, how we walked away from God. We've not stayed where God wants us to be. I have tried hard, honey, and I'm having the awfulest struggle uh, today to stay exactly where God wants me uh, uh, that I've ever stayed before. And I ain't out in the things of the world. I ain't off over yonder. Uh, uh, but glory to God, the, the imagination of my heart uh, gets evil and the devil is trying to tell us all, amen, the church don't like you. It's time for you to quit. Uh, you're too old to preach, amen. He said, your health falling all to pieces. Why don't you throw in the towel? Amen. And about two weeks ago, can I tell you something? I, whether the devil likes it or not, the church that loved us showed us, amen, that they loved us, amen, and it come to pass that God still had the victory, amen. So there's encouraging all along the way, honey, that God can take care of us. Honey, the imagination of our heart, some of you are sitting right here today and thinking uh, that somebody's against you, something has knocked you down, something's breaking you down, uh, something ain't going to work for you. And I know when everything's going good, you're smiling and happy. Uh, but when a little trouble comes to your house, uh, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, when the devil takes your son, amen, uh, and as Scotty said, and builds a fire under him, and, and just got out of prison for you all that don't know last uh, Saturday, amen. And here he sits in the house of God. And you think, I ain't going to rejoice? Honey, the devil would have killed him several hundred times. Uh, but you people prayed. Uh, we stayed in church, uh, and God spared him, amen, and he tested
justified for the saving grace of God. Honey, if he'll hang in there for the glory of God, God wiped his slate clean. He'll take him uh, under his arm and give him exactly what he needs to go home. If you'll walk for God, I'm going to tell you there ain't no problem will come to you. Uh, no sickness, no heartache. Uh, anything can beat you down if you stay in the will of God. When the doctor says you're down, you ain't going to make it. Uh, oh, you should have been dead when you come into here. Uh, I'm glad, glory to God, when God puts the hand of life on you, uh, you're alive and the devil can't do nothing about you. Amen. He told me this morning when I woke up, uh, I laid on an ice pack probably 30 minutes trying to get till I could walk my back and my hip this morning. And the devil said, won't you just call and tell him you can't come. I'm going to tell you something. I'm glad I come. Glory to God. It ain't for the glory of Bill, but it's for the glory of God. You can't quit because things don't go right. You can't quit because it looks like you can't see God. You got to go by faith. Amen. And Mary didn't know none of this was going to happen. She said, how in the world can this be that I'm going to get pregnant? And there my cousin over yonder is an old woman. And bless God, she's pregnant. I'm going to believe every bit of that. Honey, the devil will tell you uh, uh, not to believe that your young ones is going to get saved, that they're going to come back, that the church is going to grow, uh, uh, that God's got his hand on you. God's got to take care of your trouble, uh, and the devil has no power over the children of God. Hallelujah today, church. We got something to shout about. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Mm, I love it. And he said, thirty-eight. And Mary said, "Behold, the handmaid of the Lord be it unto me, according to thy word. Be it unto me according to thy word." And the angel departed from her. And look here in thirty-nine. I want to see this. And Mary rose. In those days, and went into the hill country with haste unto a city of Judea. And we know she was in Nazareth of Galilee. And she entered into the house of Zacharias, and she saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. There again, there again, she was six months pregnant. Mary just had got pregnant, and there Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Can we deny, deny that? I find all back through the Bible where God picked out somebody that would serve him and go for him that he knew that he did know would go for him and he gave them the power. He gave them the Holy Ghost. He gave them, and everybody didn't have it. After Jesus said, if we'll come and believe, we can all have the Holy Ghost. But at this time, that was something special for Miss Elizabeth. And the Holy Ghost moved on her when she heard that the angel of God had come down and spoke to her cousin. And, and, and Mary told her all the things that God, Jesus, her son, was going to be. And, and the Holy Ghost, she was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she spake out with a loud voice. I'm going to tell you something. She wasn't quiet. I, how about you ladies? I've seen, I've seen one right after another. And I know Janet, 
especially there with our first baby, she said, Phil, ain't all you men failed you wives? Better than the baby moving? That's excitement. That's excitement. But I'm going to tell you, mine is just moving and impregnated by me. But glory to God, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That was the Holy Ghost. That that was in Mary was of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hey, we need to realize what the Holy Ghost is. Amen. Amen. It's my shield. It's my buckler. Yeah. It's that that I can't see and I can't reach out and touch with my hand. Amen. But by faith, glory to God, it's got me this Amen. morning. Amen. It's taking care of me. It's keeping me out of sin. Keeping the devil off my back. Keeping my house from burning. Keeping our church door open. It's the Holy Ghost power of God that Jesus sent down to take care of us. To overshadow, honey. He'll take care of every problem you got. He'll lift your children up. Amen. He'll send them down to the creek to be baptized. How about it, sister? He'll convict their hearts. Amen. He'll let them know, glory to God, he's God. And besides him, there's none other. You know why the young ones ain't excited today? We ain't told them how great God is. And what the Lord will do. We've muttered and we've complained and we've cried. Amen. This little boy's got an ear infection wherever he's at. He's right back there somewhere. Amen. A little ear infection. You know, it breaks my heart when my little young ones just got ear infection. When they got problems, we've had ear infection when we growed up. And some will even go deaf. Got a friend that growed up all of his life deaf because of ear infection. An ear infection went, preached his daddy's funeral. I had a, a sign language interpreter. I thought, my Lord, how can I preach with a sign language interpreter? And, I, and she said, you just go preach. I'll take care of mine. Right. <laughs> amen. amen. She did, I reckon. I don't know what she said. But he, he said, amen. I hear him say, amen. God is good. God can take care in every place, wherever we're at. Amen. And we need to pray for our little young ones that they'll know God is still on the throne. Right. God will still touch them. Amen. And there ain't nothing can bring us down. Amen. If we'll stand where God wants us to stand. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. I went into the woods to pray, and the imagination of my heart wasn't right. I thought, I, there ain't nothing can take care of this. There ain't nothing can fix that. I'm going to tell you, we go to the altar half the time, and down in our heart we think, there ain't nothing can fix this. Oh, I'm at the bottom of the barrel. It's the oldest thing ever happened to anybody. Hey, man, and then when we, let me tell you something. When it finally does happen, we've got so far away from God, we don't even praise him for what he does do for us. I thought about them ten lepers that I preached on last week, amen, and one come back to give him praise. I hope we can be the one, Roger, man, you can be the one to come back and give him praise for what God has done for us. Boy, he's kept us many years, amen. He's let us praise him and shout and enjoy the, the blessings of Almighty God. And he said, let me read on. And said, blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. 43, and whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? You know, old Elizabeth, ain't no wonder the Holy Ghost come on her. She was a humble lady. This her cousin. She said, why? Uh, the mother of my Lord. Amen. Don't you think she didn't believe that thing? I'm going to tell you what's wrong with us today. We don't believe. Amen. We don't believe. We read the Word and we don't believe. And I'm going to tell you something. Satan, with all the technology... Amen. I thought about, I wonder, I wonder when old Elijah headed out or Abraham headed out, he didn't even know where he was going. Much less a telephone to punch in GPS, see what the weather's going to be and what rock he's going to hide under. 
There wasn't a house out there had the tent on his back, amen, and the old camel's behind him and his herd heading to a land he didn't know nothing about. I'm going to tell you that's believing. That's believing God. Can I tell you, Elizabeth didn't quite understand all this, I'm sure, but she said, how am I worthy for you to come to my house, the mother of my Lord? How am I worthy for you to come to my house and tell me this? And there she was. She done, she done knowed God would work. An old woman that had done past age and done been laughed at because she didn't have, couldn't have babies. And there she was with a baby, six months in her womb, and she knowed he's alive. How did she know he's alive? It leaped in her belly. It's alive. Amen. I told you all the story in Cuba, and I won't go there no more, but I know you get worried and, and hearing some of these old stories, but they're alive. Amen. There might be somebody here who needs to hear it. And he said, For as soon as the voice of the salutation sounded in my ears, the baby leaped with in the womb for joy. So that belly that leaped in your wound might have been for joy. I know it was joy for mama, and it was joy for, for daddy, and it was, it was something strange, especially that, that first little baby there. And he said, And blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of these things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, in the 46th verse, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall be called blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. She was talking about her son that, wasn't, that was just a, a, a few days old. Could, could just been conceived by the Holy Ghost. I dare say she had no signs of any kind that she was pregnant. Other than the Holy Ghost said, you're pregnant. The angel said it's going to happen. She couldn't have. But what did she do? She took it by faith. And what did she do? She went, the first one she could go to, to the, she said she went to the hill country of Judah and told her cousin, said, I'm pregnant, amen. I'm pregnant with, with the Lord, and, it, and it great is his name, and his mercy, the third, uh, 50th verse, and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. That's faith, honey. Can I tell you today, his mercy is upon us that fear him from generation to generation. I'm glad my God ain't dead. The same old preacher when I was a little boy and I laid under the bench in another church, amen, and I heard the old preacher preach. The same God that preached him, amen, is still here today, amen, amen. that forever and forever. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. I thought about these that have just passed. Glory to God. The, the mercy of the Lord is there to take care of us. Brad, I thought, the mercy of the Lord, and you know that the mercy of the Lord took care of some things. I didn't know all your problems, but the church prayed for you. Let God take care of it. Jennifer, we ain't quit praying for you. There's a, there's a void in our life. And we ain't quit praying. We ain't quit praying when there's trouble comes. We can't quit for, oh, it's a simple thing to have an ear infection. It ain't so simple, honey, when you go down the road and you end up deaf. Amen. I they need our prayers today. 
And he that showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the, the proud of the imagination of their heart. Get this 51st verse, and this is what I want him. He that showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. Can I tell you something? The proud will take you down. The proud will stand up when they don't have nothing and beat you till you're nothing. They'll make you feel like nothing, make you feel like you're nobody. Honey, but I'm going to tell you something. The Word of God said that Jesus come to scatter the proud, to knock down the proud, get them out of our way that you and I can go through. We got something to shout about today. I've had the proud to get in my mind, and they, and they tried to change my imagination, tried to change what God had given me, tried to change where I need to stand. Amen. But God scattered them. God knocked them out of the way, put them aside that I could go on and get my imagination straight, get my own mind straightened out. What we've got to do is take back our own mind that God gave us. I thought this morning, golly, how close to 81 I am. And my mind just don't work like it used to. And it bothers me sometimes. Running the house, some of y'all ain't affording doing the same thing. So don't laugh at me. <laughs> Amen. Run the house to get something, forgot what you come for. Go on through and get a drink and out the wrong door. But it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I look at the mailbox coming in, look at the mailbox going, it don't run but one time a day. <laughs> Ain't no use in that. Have we eat breakfast yet? I forgot. Maybe that was yesterday. I ain't got that bad yet. But think about it, church. We're aging, and we've got so many things in our imaginary mind that ain't worth a plug nickel. TV will put things on our mind. It's, it's proven fact several years ago, subliminal messages, and when the cheeseburger come across and hit a drip in the mayonnaise and the cheese is melting down, amen, you on a diet and now you just mouth went to water. It's proven fact. If it wasn't proven facts that it works, they'd quit advertising. Amen. So it leads us. Can I tell you what we're failing to do is preach the Word of God need to preach the Word of God. need to stand where God would have me to stand. And he said, He has showed strength with his arm and has scattered the proud and the imagination of their heart. Let me read the definition of imagination. And this is just part of it. Imagination is formed in the mind of or an idea or image to believe, support, or, or to picture. And I was helping Butch, and I think I've mentioned this at church, and we went to a hospital to put up, put up some signs, and that's back in 04, 05, somewhere. They had a sign imaging at the hospital. And I thought, what in the God world's imaging? What do we need imaging? And they said, it's x-ray. Well, won't they put x-ray? X-ray's understandable. <laughs> but they put imaging. But I thought, you go in there and they take a picture. But that's what they're doing with the x-ray. And it's an image, and they come out, and they say there's a blood clot right there, and there's a spot of cancer right here, and your lungs ain't working right. Got an image of it. And then your imagination goes crazy. I'm dying. What, what am I going to do? Our insurance ain't going to cover. I've got to go to work. We've got to fix this. Ain't all right? 
And it just runs away with us. It just runs away with us. We thought 40 years ago when Scotty went wild, there just ain't no way. Almost throwed in the towel as being a Christian, a deacon in the church. I thought, what's the use? And I look back, everybody Jesus come to, they made fun of him. They stripped him of his clothes and hung him on the cross. And they walked by him on the road to Damascus, just outside of Jerusalem. They walked by and they gouged him and they poked him. And they said, if you be the son of God that saved others, said, won't you save yourself? I begin to think on that, glory to God. I'm a child of God. Amen. I ain't defeated because it looks like I'm on the cross. I ain't defeated because trouble comes to my house. I ain't beat down. It's time for me to get up and get out of my self-pity. Can I tell you, church, it's time we get out of our self-pity and get up and go on for the glory of God. If it's going good now, praise the Lord. And if it ain't, praise the Lord anyhow. Amen. God's good. God's able to take care of us if we'll only let him. Genesis 6 and 5 said, God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and every, the Bible said, and every imagination, the thought of his heart was evil, only evil continually. In America today, what's on people's heart? It's continuously, continuously evil. 52, and he hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath hoped his servants, Israel, in remembrance of his mercy, and he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house. She must have stayed about till the baby was born. I don't know, but she stayed about three months. She didn't have a husband to go back to. Amen. Let me read what it says in Romans. In Romans 1, 21. Romans 1, 21. Listen. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became as fools. Ain't that America today? And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God unto an image made like unto corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. I thought, so cute the other day in Walmart, a little girl about like that, and she had on little tight jeans, probably four years old, and a phone stuck in her back pocket, prancing on down through there. And I thought if many of us had Jesus in our pocket or in our heart, as we got phones, I've watched it. I've lost my phone, just berserk. Just go berserk. How about it, Henry? Where's my phone? I've got to have my phone. We was riding down the road the other day, and Janet said, I've left my phone at the house. 
We've rode thousands of miles before this ever invented. <laughs> and when we got married, we didn't have a phone in our house. So you can't live without a phone. Amen. It ain't our heartbeat. But we lose that and go berserk. You don't do that, do you, darling? John does. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> But we're like that. But we don't even realize where we've slipped away from Jesus. And we've not read in a day or two. We've not prayed like we should pray. Bless him, Lord. I'm telling us the truth. I need to be out there right where I left him, where I quit him at. And I need to be scratching around and say, he's got to be right here. This is where I last talked to him. He's got to be right here. And it might have been reading the book of Isaiah, or it could have been Psalms. Or it could have been when I walked by the altar and didn't stop and pray. Amen. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. And the reason I'm telling you the truth, I know how it is. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. I got a whole bunch of scripture. I need to read it. Y'all don't care if I read it, do you? Second Corinthians ten. Four through six. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. The Bible said, casting down imagination. This is the fifth verse of the 10th chapter of 2 Corinthians. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. There's some things, church, we need to cast down. There's some things we've lifted up higher than we've got God exalted. There's things that we spend more time with than we do Almighty God. He said, casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. <clears throat> Y'all have heard the old, old saying all of our life, the, the grass is greener on the other side. And it looks like that person's making money end over end and got it so easy. When you get there, it, it ain't always that way. It ain't always that way. Casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing down unto captivity every thought to the obedience of God, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. To come against the disobedience of our body. I guess I need to go into. Jeremiah. Y'all just turn over with me. Just turn over with me into Jeremiah.
Everybody found Jeremiah. Jeremiah 7. Jeremiah 7. Just hold your place in Jeremiah, and we're going to read about five or six verses out of five or six chapters. Jeremiah 7 and 24. But this thing commanded I, them saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. But they hearken not, nor incline their ear, but walk in the counsel that, and in the imagination of their evil heart, I'm going to tell you today, honey, since Corona's come through, there's people walking in the imagination of their evil heart. Amen. We can take it to the bank. And went backward and not forward. We turn right over to 9, Jeremiah 9. Thirteen, And the Lord saith, Because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice, neither walk therein, but have walked after the imagination of their own heart, and after Balaam, which is, is all kind of ungodly sexual sins that's going on in our nation today, which their fathers taught them. The imagination of their heart and it was taught to them by their fathers. That's what the Bible says. We go to 11. I couldn't get them all. We didn't have all day, but a few of these I wanted to get. 11 and 8. Yet they obeyed not, nor inclined their ear, but walked every one in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore I will bring up on them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they did them not. Ninth verse, And the Lord said unto me, A conspiracy is found among the men of Judea and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Neighbor, is there not a conspiracy against our brother Trump? Is there not a conspiracy in our churches? Is there not a conspiracy on the jobs? Hello, you got one of your best friends will cut your throat on the job to make points with the boss man. I'm glad, bless God, I ain't never been one of them. I figured as long as I was able, I'd have a job. Amen. Didn't have to worry about it. Praise the Lord. God gave me a job when I was 17 when there wasn't no job. Back in 1959, God gave me a job, and I've had one ever since. Praise the Lord. Bless God, if you work, God will take care of you. We just, we just need to get up and go. 13 and 10. I know Jamie's give out. He ain't slept none last night. Bear with me, Jamie. I love you, boy. 13 and 10. This evil people, let me read 9. Thus saith the Lord after this manner. 
Will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem? This evil people which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the imagination of their heart and walk after other gods to serve them and to worship them shall even be as this girdle which is good for nothing. And I preached on it. Jeremiah told them that. Uh, God told Jeremiah to take his girdle, take it up there into the Euphrates River and put it under a rock. And he went back and got it several several times later, and it was just marred. It wasn't fit for anything where it laid in the mud. You go hide yours under the rock, honey, and it ain't going to be worth a plug nickel. Amen. 16 and 12. I know it's going to be a little slow to some of you, but it's good. Let's go to 11. Thou shalt say, Thou, then shall I say unto them, Because thy fathers have forsaken me, saith the Lord, and have walked after other gods, and have served them, and have worshipped them, and have forsaken me, and have not kept my law, and ye have done worse than your fathers. For behold, you walk everyone after the imagination of his evil heart, that they may not hearken unto me. Jeremiah tells us to don't listen to these pastors that take them the wrong way. 18 and 12. Go to 10. And if it do evil in thy sight, that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. Now therefore go to speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I frame evil against you and device, devices against you. Return ye now every one from his evil way and make your ways and your doings good. And they said, there is no hope, but we will walk after our own devices, and we will every one do the imagination of his evil heart. I've been told in the last two weeks there's no use to go to church. I'm just as good as those hypocrites in church. I can live just as good out here. If they go to heaven, I'll probably go to heaven. We're playing games with heart. We're listening to the imagination of our evil heart. The Bible says, listen to me, the Bible said, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the abundance of the heart. And all these evil things that's coming out of mankind today ain't right. There's corruption from the White House to the church house. There's corruption in every direction that we turn today. We're going to have to know and push aside the imagination of our heart putting thoughts in our mind. It's telling me to quit. It's telling me to leave. It's telling me to go here to do that. Yeah. It's putting me in places if I listen to it that I can't get out of. Listen to what God is saying. Jeremiah 23, and I'll quit, church. I've run out of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 23.
16. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. <clears throat> Don't preach against it, Bill, but I'm going to tell you something. These that are telling you all right and you're going to heaven because you were saved 30 years ago and you're out drunk today. The Bible said don't listen to them. The Bible said they're vain. The Bible said that they're speaking from their own heart, not what God give them. Neighbor, you can't go to heaven with sin in your life. See, one of our local preachers told it. Told some people, I was a pretty good fellow, preached pretty good, but I believe you had to get saved multiple times. I ain't never said you need to get saved twice. To start with, you need to get saved once and then repent. Then repent. They say still unto them that despise me, them that despise him that won't come to his house, and the Bible said, and they say still to them that despise me, the Lord has said, He shall have, you shall have peace. The Lord didn't say that. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, No evil shall come upon you. Ain't that what they're teaching today? No evil will come upon you. You you all right. You, you can just you can stay out there. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you, we're patting our children on the back and our children are dying and going to hell. Mm. My Lord, I quit. Church, how serious is this thing today? The Bible said it in several places. I just have read it. That man's heart is continually evil. And we see in Genesis where the Lord said that he looked and man's heart was continuously evil continuously. And he destroyed the whole earth. And we look today and we say, well, I don't have any other God. Neighbor, check your life and see how many other gods we got. Really check your life and see how many little gods we got. How many things that we're hanging on to that we love so much, that we care so much about, so many things that we're staying out of church for that ain't nothing but imagination of our heart to satisfy the flesh. Why are we doing this? Because it's what our fathers taught us. Sister told me this week, and makes twice she's told me that. She said, I don't see how you got anybody in your church. I said, look, and unloaded one of my opinions right out of the Word of God. And I said, they love the Lord. They want to go to heaven. They don't want to be patted on the back. They want to hear the truth. We want to know the truth. 
Yes, sir. I love you. Appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Is there anybody could raise their hand? I can't. And say the imagination of our heart ain't evil. I can't count to but ten when my shoes on. But hundreds of times this week, Terry, my heart has went into an evil imagination. And I've got to reach out, sometimes step forward, and reach out and grab the imagination of my heart and put it back in place. If you will, stand. The altar's open. <laughs>